amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Now, the thing is, they're pl- trying to play this as the comedy beat of, oh, wow, he showed up late and he left because he got a phone call. He sure is screwing this up. But the message on his phone is, it's dad. Come to the hospital right away. Right? They step on their own comedy beat. They're like, knock, yes. knock. I'm not joking with you right now. Let me inside. <laughs> I'm being chased by a rapist. What? Why? Did you only have one shot? What happened? God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because that's what I did before I was bitten by that radioactive spider, and if I stopped doing it now, people would be suspicious. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting some damn where is Heath Enright, but he won't be able to join us today. However, sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I'm good, Noah. Hey, you know who are wacky as all heck? <laughs> Who's that? Jews. Jews, They Noah. are. The Jews. They're filled with shenanigans, in case you are wondering. All right, filling in for Heath early <laughs> and often. I like it. So tell us, Eli, let's fill in for Heath a little more. What will we be breaking down today? We watched Father, Son, and Holy Moses. It's about how if you play the game of telephone with a several thousand-year-old Bronze Age religion, you can make a short film about anything the fuck you want to. <laughs> well, so... So you didn't have a it's the story of in your notes. So I I brought one of my own uh, just to be on the safe side. I had (laughs) it's the story of a bunch of Christians sitting around in a room trying to figure out what to do with their wacky comedy and then saying, you know, who are funny are Jews. What if we (laughs) pretended we were Jews? You know, you know how we're always saying, like, he seems really funny as a code for Jews. Hear me out. (laughs) We're trying to make this four and a half minute comedy anyway. (laughs) All right. So you've already teased it, but I might as well ask, how bad was this movie? Well, if you loved the elders of Zion, but it didn't have enough slapstick, you <laughs> will love this. It's the expected bar mitzvah. The expected- oh, there you go. It's, it's the follow up. All right. So, yeah, I believe this is made by the same people who brought us the unexpected bar mitzvah. Is that correct? It is indeed. <laughs> Yeah, the only Jews for Jesus that make movies. You've got to really look for their movies, by <laughs> the way. Deep. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to find this on Pure Flix. This doesn't rise to the level <laughs> of being on Pure Flix. No, there is a hierarchy of Christian cinema. And when I go to ChristianCinema.com, I am searching for dregs and I find it, damn it. Oh, yeah, right, right. No, so like just a little behind the scenes for the listeners. So Eli puts together a spreadsheet that has all the movies we're doing along with links to where we're, we're going to find them. And so I can glance at the link. Right. And get a good sense of what I'm getting into. Right. So if it's a link to Amazon, then I'm like, okay, so then this is going to be a well shot movie that was made by, you know, by people who actually know what they're doing, but has a poisonous message. If the link is to YouTube, you know, okay, some kids got together. Maybe if they've got to (laughs) fucking around, if it's to pure flicks, I'm like, all right, so this is too poisonous for Amazon. But if it's at ChristianCinema.com, home of movies like The Accidental Activist, where the guy, you know, had to make T-shirts for gay people, even though they were gay. And the unexpected bar mitzvah where the guy had to be a Jew, even though Jesus was real. Like when we go to ChristianCinema.com, I get excited. ChristianCinema.com. Here's just a little preview. When you click the women's category on ChristianCinema.com. Oh, my God. There's a women's category. Oh, yeah. It's like four women. It is 100% anti-abortion content because when they think (laughs) the movies women need to watch, it's don't use 
your freedom too much. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Okay. And I guess the audience has already seen the runtime on this episode. So I should explain here. It's not just that we're missing Heath. We had some guests lined up last week when Eli was going to unilaterally extend Mormon movie month, but that didn't work out. And also like the closest place playing that movie was over a hundred miles from my home. So I would have had to invest <laughs> six hours in seeing a Mormon movie with no Mormons to bounce it off of. So we swapped out movies at the last minute. Very, very sorry if you went to the theaters to see what the hell was it we were going to do. Uh, the Other Side of Heaven 2, which I did because I don't have a Fandango VIP account. So they were like, oh, no. no refunds. And I was like, fuck you. I'm getting my $13 worth. So I sat <laughs> in a Times Square theater filled with Mormons and watched that movie. Let me give you the 10 second review. Nothing happens. Literally yeah, well, nothing happens. I was afraid it was going to be something like part one. Yeah. Now, I, I also point out that when we did swap out movies, Eli knew Heath wouldn't be here, which is as near as I can tell why he chose a movie that's just barely longer than a commercial this week. If I don't punish him for leaving, he won't learn. That's all I'm going to okay, say. Okay, well, there you, <laughs> there you go. All right. Is there anything you want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Best worst resolution. Look, right? This movie is 30 minutes long, but it might as well wrap up with, eh, it's just a movie. What are you going to fucking do? It, it doesn't eh? really matter so eh. much. You know, like right there's a there's a, a montage at the end of the goddamn movie. The movie ends with the montage. <laughs> Unfucking real. Okay. I was going to go with best worst point of your own existence. Right. Okay. So this is the second movie that we've watched selling the Jews for Jesus concept. But in order for Jews to, for Jesus to serve any purpose, they had to concoct a Brewster millions level nonsense plot <laughs> where there's this guy who loves Jesus, but he would get a million dollars if he became Jewish. And then at that point, their entire religion presents itself and goes, has this ever happened to you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Which, to yeah. be fair, when you're selling Jews for Jesus, yeah. <laughs> this category is, by its definition, going to be larger than people who still want all the yarmulkes, but also love Jesus. <laughs> I'd so take Christianity if I got to keep Yom Kippur and get rid of this Christmas bullshit. Yeah. All right. Well, there's only two of us, and the movie is only slightly longer than an episode of The Big Bang Theory. So we are going to take a break, stretch the episode runtime out a bit. But when we come back, we'll drive into all the aborted improv efforts that were Father, Son, and Holy Moses. It's also only slightly better than an episode of Big Bang Theory. <laughs> all right. <now. laughs> Most popular television show in the world. Let's not just... <laughs> Heaven heart. Eli, are you almost done packing for a Virginia Beach live show on July 27th? Yep. Just uh, just trying to get my uh, electric toothbrush in, uh, in my suitcase. Is that what that is? Yeah. Uh, my grandfather got it from his grandfather, who got it from his great-grandfather. It's steam-powered. See? Yes. Yes, I see. Can you, can you please turn that off? Sorry. Yeah, here. Eli, why don't you just use Quip? What's Quip? It's perfect oral care delivered. It's wireless design and long-lasting charge means the whole thing fits in your back pocket. Wait, it's that compact and convenient? It is. Plus, it's got a built-in two-minute timer that buzzes every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides. Oh, m mine has that too. Well, I, it actually needs to refuel every 30 seconds, but that's kind uh -huh. of the same. Kind of. Kind of, but not. But the best part is that Quip brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Brush heads? You change the brush? Never, never mind. I love Quip because it takes the work out of dental care and it's affordable. That's why I love Quip and that's why I'm taking it to our live show in Virginia Beach on July 27th. Quip starts at just $25 and if you go to getquip.com slash awful right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's right. Your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash awful. Now, why don't you get that thing out of your bag? Plus, Whatever this is. Don't touch that. That's not a toothbrush. Oh, oh okay. Still from my grandpa, though. <laughs> <laughs> from the makers of Father, Son, and Holy Moses.
and the unexpected bar mitzvah. My son, I have one request before I die. Yes, father? Comes another wacky comedy about those crazy Jews. You gotta sprinkle your shechecha. Oh, no! This summer... Hey, watch out for those hedge clippers! Zoinks! The Unexpected Circumcision. Coming, but, you know, eventually it'll take a while after the circumcision. It makes it hard. Need a day or two, at least. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back for the breakdown. We're going to start off on bigotry in what I'm pretty sure is record time because... Like the first note of the music was anti-Semitic, <laughs> right? And if and if that didn't rise to the level of bigotry, I'm sure the title font does. Mm, credits in Comic Sans and somehow like if there was a Jew setting on the Casio 500, they pushed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if there was a Jew setting on the fucking uh, font too, that's what we got. We got Comic Jew Sans because Jews are funny. Yep. Uh, so, so yeah. So we open up at a class in a Catholic church for almost completed Jews, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's Catholic conversion class. Wow. Like you would actually have to learn something like all I have to do is uh, accept Jesus Christ as my personal savior. So how amazing would it be if he just walked in and wrote on the board snitches get stitches. <laughs> Everyone say this with me. Very important at this point in our history. Well, but instead, he spends about, I'd say, 14 minutes of this 30-minute movie writing his name illegibly on the chalkboard. <laughs> if my <laughs> damn notes had a personification in music, movie form, <laughs> it's the two hours and 37 minutes this actor spends writing Father Jacobs. Oh, my fucking God. Okay, so this is clearly the first time he has ever interacted with a chalkboard in any goddamn way. He spends so long writing it, and then the letters are all tiny as can be, but spaced seven <laughs> inches apart. It's amazing. I would, like, I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, okay, if they can fuck up rights on chalkboard this bad, I'm excited. This movie's gonna t- he, he also, he's doing that thing where people who don't know how to position their body where they're writing on a chalkboard. So he starts out doing the like tango <laughs> with the piece of chalk where he's backing <laughs> yes. up. But then he does the the far reach thing where you're just, your whole chest is Right, because I don't want to cover right. what I'm writing. Yes, yes, exactly. Switches hands. Why would I try and use my offhand to write? Damn it. <laughs> no, you're playing this righty. Your your character is right-handed. Let me see. I'm going to put the chalk between my toes and do a cartwheel. Motherfucker. <laughs> if I get in my teeth. Um, yeah, right. So a significant percentage of the runtime is literally that guy writing on the chalkboard. And I thought that was bad until they do the close-up on him, and I got a whole new slate of nightmares. Oof. Like, have you read The Outsider by Stephen <laughs> King? In between, like, I feel like, the, the, okay, so like the guy who did the makeup for Chernobyl looked at this guy and said, come on, you're overdoing it, guys, is, with the extras. This is silly. Come on. You're making, you look silly now. Also, like, he looks like there was an accidental skin donation, right? Like there's yes. a burn kid <laughs> on a hospital bed waiting somewhere, and he was just like, the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah, he's like, somebody melted gay Mr. Magoo. It's <laughs> it's a very unique look. Yeah, so he he sets out his, his two rules for Catholic conversion class. Rule number one, no cell phones. Rule number two, don't show up late. And wouldn't you know it, just then, Davey shows up late with a cell phone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, get That's- ready. Okay, but here's the amazing thing. And again, this is when I knew I would love this movie. They tried to do the awkward coming in late through the aisles in a classroom bit, right? That classic (laughs) gem. But it's a dead empty room with four folding tables. So he just, for no reason, humps the back of two other students' heads (laughs) when there is nothing but space that he could otherwise use. Yeah, he's got to like walk by and thump him in the head with his bag or whatever. But yes, he clearly has to veer towards them, right? Like he's trying to box them out or something. Yeah. 
Jesus. Also, there's seven chairs. There's six people. He has to be shown to his seat. No, you'll, you'd be this one, the one without a person in it, you fucking the idiot. The floor? No, no, don't walk around front <laughs> where there's all this space. <laughs> don't want to disturb. I'll just, you know what? Let me climb inside this guy, and then I'll vomit myself into the other guy's mouth, and then I'll ship myself into my seat. This is gonna, <laughs> I got it. And then I'll be, I'll have dibs. <laughs> all right, so yeah, so Father, he, he sits down. Father Jacobs goes, Everyone here shares a common bond. Do you know what that is? And I'm like blacklisted from real movies now. <laughs> I, but that is not as insane as the answer. A guy raises his hand and goes, we don't have the same mother. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yes, what? What? I just want to be in the writer's room when that line was written. Right. Think of all. The, <laughs> there must have been other lines that someone considered before they settled on <laughs> We don't have the same mother. I'm black. He's kind of brown. <laughs> this dude's Hindu. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> right, but that's not the correct answer is, though, that they do have the same father. Get it? Jesus. God. <laughs> we like to have fun about our Lord and Savior. By the way, uh, <laughs> if you're wondering, the, the only reviews for this movie on the Christian Cinema website are uh, one is... I hated this movie. And the other is one star. Unfortunately, this movie takes the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> so if you're wondering about the quality of the reviewership, <laughs> Christian well, cinema. Well, at least they got the correct number of stars. Yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so Davey, um, he's going to be our main character. He's the one who shows up late. And then he gets a phone call. Right, because that was against the rules, too. He's not going to be very good at being a Catholic at all. Mm -mm. Now, the thing is, they're trying to play this as the comedy beat of, oh, wow, he showed up late and he get left because he got a phone call. He sure is screwing this up. But the message on his phone is, it's dad. Come to the hospital right away. Right? They step on their own comedy beat. They're like, knock, yes. knock. I'm not joking with you right now. Let me inside. <laughs> I'm being chased by a rapist. What? Why? Did you only have one shot? What happened? That this movie got created. So, yeah. So we follow Davey to the hospital. He runs through the hospital room and he gets to the right place. But his brother's there first. He says, it's too late. Dad's dead. Dead asleep, that is. Dead asleep. <laughs> you know that joke where you tell someone <laughs> their their parent has died, but it's um, it's all part of fun sibling rivalry, you know. And, <laughs> yes. By the way, this will set the pattern for this older brother younger brother relationship because every older brother prank he will do is an unforgivably horrible thing to do to another yeah. human being, right? But the movie treats it like it's Big Brother shenanigans. It'd be like, Big Brother shenanigans. Guess who got your wife pregnant? Big Brother shenanigans. <laughs> I'm stealing your birthright. Big Brother shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, right. So he goes in to see Not Quite Dead Dad. He walks up to him and then he's, he wakes him up. But dad's hospital bed sits up very slowly and sounds kind of like a fart humor. Classic. There's 30, 30 seconds. 35 seconds. Moment of silence oh, for this joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's talking to dad. And dad's like, boy, I sure do. You remember your bar mitzvah? Just like it was a doodly do. Doodly do. Doodly do. <laughs> and OK, so first of all, I want to say I've been to a lot of bar mitzvahs. I'm not going to say I had fun at any of them, <laughs> but compared to what we're seeing here, like, I mean, it was it's three Christians in a room going like, what do bar mitzvahs look like? And they're like, well, they're religious and so boring, huh? Probably everybody's sitting quietly. No alcohol. Cheers. Hebrew yodeling. Yeah, I guess. That is the, OK. So that's the best. First of all, this looks like <laughs> this looks like they walked into their church's AA meeting and just put yarmulkes on everyone and was like, please. <laughs> But the best part of this doodly do is the canter, quote unquote, doing a guy who's never heard Jew singing, doing Jew singing. Right. He's like, Bore, ha, it's raining, man. Hallelujah. Stop. Come on, man. Jew singing. Right. He's aware that Jew singing like doesn't have a tune, but he can't yeah. keep it Jewish. It's pretty phenomenal.
starts to jazz. <laughs> well, he's doing it like Whitney Houston doing the national anthem right <laughs> every note is 43. Oh, my God. And then in the doodly do, the kid, the young version of Davey, accidentally kills the rabbi in a manner so clumsily filmed that I have no idea what was supposed to have happened. Yeah, I think from context clues, and I am not sure about this, let me be clear, he takes the Torah out of the ark too quickly, its Torah cover hits a chandelier, which then lands on the rabbi's head and kills him. Right, but they couldn't afford to, like, drop a chandelier. Nope. So we, this happens off camera. We just see him throw something and there's a bang and a boom. And then the fucking rabbi is laying on the ground and someone's yelling, you killed the rabbi. Yep. Comedy. Comedy. By the way, Again. there will never be a moment in this movie where they don't step on a comedy beat with weird, insane tragedy. Not a single yeah. moment. <laughs> I expected him to slip on a banana peel. All of a sudden, he's lying on top of a kid in a cage at the Texas border. What? Ah! <laughs> How? We see him later. He's in a wheelchair because he broke his back in that fall <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But it turns out that those wacky shenanigans at the bar mitzvah where he killed the guy, that's the reason that he doesn't want to be Jewish. That's why he's going to a class to learn to be a Catholic. So then he decides to tell his dying Jewish father that he's becoming a Catholic right after dad said, the only thing I care about is that you're Jewish. Only thing you care about is that I'm Jewish. Ugh, this is a rough transition. I'm not Jewish anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, okay, I'm look, I'm one that, you know, obviously I don't pretend to be a religious around people, but if I'm like summoned to my dying grandmother's fucking bedside and she says, all that matters is that you accept Jesus, I'll be dead in four, three. And I'm like, yeah, I accept Jesus. Absolutely. Grandma, Love me some Jesus. Mwah, that's Love, a spicy meatball. Yep. <laughs> bye grandma because she's dead now yeah. there's no heaven you see it doesn't fucking matter do whatever you can be nice who cares yeah nobody the answer is nobody cares so you should do whatever the nice thing is <laughs> right all right but then the, the dad finds out he's gonna become catholic and he goes what would your mother say god rest her soul and by the way i do I, I apologize for doing such a good jewish accent when i'm trying to imitate this guy imitating jewish yeah. but it's you know, don't don't assume that he sold it as well as I did. No, it's not the most recent moment in the movie, but it's close. Yeah, yeah. Well, but he says, Mom, God rest your soul. Mom's sitting right there on the other side of the bed. T, he get it. He wishes his wife was dead. <laughs> They're Jews and they don't love each other. <laughs> yeah. That's the joke. Yep. Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> and, but then, okay, so dad's like, don't worry, I've made some arrangements to keep you from becoming Catholic. And they are... And then he dies. Right. Right, before he can finish that sentence. Except, again, because they cannot not step on their own penis every time they do a comedy beat. He goes, <laughs> Dad! Right, because it's the fake death moment that's in every single right. comedy. But nope, he's dead. He <laughs> is no longer with us. They just chose to play the comedy beat. Yeah, no, they started with real death turns out to be fake death. So now they have to close with fake death becomes real death, closes the parentheses. This is perfect writing. Show death don't count. <laughs> oh. Kill don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're at dad's funeral. And this dude is so proud of this opening shot. Whoever oh, yeah, because there's people crossing in front of the camera. It's, it's, he was like, all right, everybody, gather around. Today, we're going to attempt to zoom in. Everyone say it with me. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to require a lot of blocking. <laughs> a lot of choreography. <laughs> Three days of shooting. <laughs> this is Kubrick and the Here's Johnny moment. Everyone get fucking ready. <laughs> yeah, so he zooms in on this couch. Where mom and Davy are sitting there and mom's just talking about how much her dad was super proud of his other son, Bruce, the one that pretended he was dead earlier. Right. And at this point, I shit you not, a group of kids runs behind the couch and completely drowns out the goddamn microphones in a way they were <laughs> obviously unaware of. Yep. 
when it happened. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, not the last time in this movie that they'll just be like, can you hear the characters? No, not even nope. a little. <laughs> not at all. Too late. This isn't even the worst. No, by, by no means is this the worst. That genie said we only get one shot. <laughs> Shouldn't have freed him. So... Yeah, so he's sitting there with his mom and his wife, and his wife accidentally spills the beans that he has a big event coming up. Now, we will later learn, if you watch the entire movie, then go back to this scene and rewatch it or relive it for a podcast recording, that the big event in question is him becoming a Catholic. Mm-hmm. Right? But they never really go back and explain that to you. So seems like a weird thing for the wife to be bringing up right now to Jewish mom. Again, the timing in this particular family is weird. My husband is dead, but he always loved you. About that. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, but before they can explain to mom what the big event is, Bruce, the brother, shows up and he says, speaking of small penises, I need to talk to you right away. You know? Okay, so here's the thing. This movie will make the little brother joke over and over again, but either they don't know or don't know how to play the little as in little penis joke. So the brother will just keep going little, little, like staring (laughs) into his brother's, but he doesn't ever just make a dick joke. It's just like, it's like they thought they could just say the word little enough and we'd get that they meant dick (laughs) joke without going all the way to, you know, the full unholy dick joke. Yeah, well, they don't want to get another one-star review. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, so Bruce and Davey uh, wander off, and it's time for them to take care of Dad's will. Interestingly, Mom is not involved here, right? It's just the two sons. Just the two sons, obviously. There was never even any thought that maybe some of this money was going to Mom, no, apparently. fuck her. And the will says... Each of my sons gets $1 million. He does, died with exactly $2 million, apparently, to make it nice and easy. As long as they're Jewish. He's just feeding quarters into a gumball machine in the hospital lobby. Sorry, I'm really <laughs> trying to get this to an exact amount. <laughs> uh, why don't they have My will ones? make no fucking sense <laughs> if I've got these $18. But yeah, uh, each of them gets a $1 million if they've had a bar mitzvah, which means that his will essentially says, fuck you, Davy." Yep. Yeah, right. Because the other guy's already bar mitzvahed. Yeah. But yeah. So here's the plot of the goddamn movie. He has to get mitzvahed in the next two weeks. Now, okay. I'm sorry, Eli. Even if like, let's say there's 40 bucks on the line, right? Let's let's take out the million. I'm already mitzvahed. I'm already (laughs) mitzvahed. By the time you finish that sentence, I'm mitzvahed. And if you're thinking, hey, will this guy drive out of the tri-county area in his attempts to get bar mitzvahed? (laughs) No. In, nope. With the movie showing it, spoiler alert, the movie will show us maps to prove he refuses to leave the Tri-County area. Yeah. He's like, well, I want the million dollars, but I'm not going to fly for uh, it. It's only Southwest. It's fine. I can just <laughs> be a camp counselor or whatever the movie says I am. Yeah. So, okay. So the lawyer reads out the will and then Bruce is like, ha ha, I'm going to get to $2 million. I'll use that to build a statue of myself. Yes. <laughs> Again. The big brother shenanigan that this movie introduces is I'm going to deny you birthright so I can make a two million dollar marble statue of me. (laughs) Well, and again, like that's they thought tee hee, right? That's a funny thing he could be doing with the money. That's where their minds went when they needed humor. What's uh, what does people do for sibling rivalries? uh, Dave, you don't get along with your brother. What did he do? Well, he stole my birthright and made a giant golden statue of himself. (laughs) That's great. We're going to use that. It's really funny. You killed him, right? I did. I murdered him. Well, yeah. I got my million bucks back, though. So, yeah. So, but then Bruce is like, ha ha, I get the whole two million. And then Davey says, wait a minute. What if I fake being Jewish for two weeks, get the million dollars, and then I become Catholic? What? <laughs> but Bruce, he knows all the Jews, right? So he's like, uh, yeah, good luck getting mitzvahed anywhere in the thousand or so miles around us. <laughs> good luck getting mitzvahed in the world with only a million potential dollars as your budget. Right. Yeah, so this scene ends, but not before they have to have a, a wrestle. And I'm convinced that Bruce just had a thing for Davey. And he's like, no, 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 it'd be funnier if we wrestled. Yep. Someone was like, and then we wrestle. Because these two adult men (laughs) 
just wrestle. We just watch a long, long shot of them wrestling. Like an Mostly off camera, yep. right? Because they drop below the fucking table and we can't even see them anymore. They're clearly pantsless by the end of yeah, this. And you're waiting for a cut, but it does not. It does not. It's whenever you think, <laughs> seriously, if you watch these movies with us, just go ahead and start this scene and then be be like, how many seconds of wrestling will there be? You're always short. <laughs> always. Even after we tell you that. <laughs> All right. So now we, okay, we cut over to Davey's house. Davey is being very sad. He's looking through his old Jew box. You know how, like, in some of these movies, they have their dead kid box. Mm-hmm. He has his dead Jew box, right. I guess. He's, and his father kept an <laughs> empty photo album of the bar mitzvah that didn't happen. Yes. What? Get it? Did, did dad do that with everything? <laughs> My son, come closer. I want you to have this. Oh, it's a photo album of of the bar mitzvah I didn't have. Yes, yes. And give this to your mother. So VHS tape? Mm-hmm. Of our threesome with her Pilates instructor. Wow, you guys had a threesome? No, no, cassette is blank, but I labeled it. So. Oh, okay, weird. And finally this. Is for my favorite son. Okay, you're not, you're clearly not holding anything. That's right. I hate you both. Fuck your face. Okay. I'm just saying it could have happened. It could have happened. No, well, yeah, right. That would be in keeping. Okay. So he he looks through all of the sad stuff, and now I guess he's going to watch So You're Getting Mitzvahed for a Million Dollars, right? (laughs) All right. So, okay, we head back to Catholic class. And my God, they gave me the setup I wanted with this one. Yes. Father Melty guy goes, what qualities does it take to be a good Catholic? I would go through all the other classes just to be there for that fucking <laughs> shout out. Right. I want to be part of that brainstorming <laughs> session. I, I wrote I wrote my notes. Um, Silence. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, I, I just, I want to be the heckler, right? Because the one guy goes, kindness. And I'm like, what about people with AIDS? And they, they don't have to go, oh, right. right fuck, shit. AIDS. Right, uh, right, okay. Humility, right, because the creator of the universe listens to us specifically. Right. Fuck, no, okay, uh, that's not. Uh, bar mitzvah, nope, that's the end of the movie, uh, shit. Uh, damn it. Um, And then Davey, because he's paying attention to his phone and not the class, he sees something on his phone and he goes, Jesus. And that's so funny because that is the right answer. You, Jesus makes you a good Catholic. You're supposed to Catholic. like Jesus. Right. But again, they fuck up the joke because instead of writing Jesus on the board, the guy writes being Christ-like on the board. <laughs> they don't get their own jokes is the problem. Nope, they don't understand jokes. They are, they're like a computer <laughs> AI's first attempt at jokes. Like they'd be like, like I expect a Guardian article about like the... The new Deep Blue has tried to write four anti-Semitic jokes. <laughs> it analyzed all the Nazis on Twitter, and this is the movie it created. <laughs> all right. So speaking of anti-Semitism, he goes to a synagogue to see about getting mitzvah. But this one's too busy. Yeah, because his brother is the temple president and won't let him get a bar mitzvah, but she does offer him a ceremonial t- t- uh, Torah that has his brother's mm-hmm. picture on it. And okay. That's the joke. Let's talk about, let's talk about this prop for just a second. <laughs> <laughs> so they need swag with his brother's picture on it for all the Jews to keep trying to give him, right? So that he can go there and he's like, no, nope, my brother's been here before too. So what they do, what they've done now is that they've printed out a black and white piece of paper with his brother's black and white photo on it, and then they have taped it around existing Torah. Um, You know two tampons? Great. (laughs) You know the copier at the library? Also great. Okay. We are ready to make our prop. We're in business. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but yeah, he just can't get... Bar Mitzvah at that synagogue. So he does some Jew prayers while he works out. They try to get him to improvise some humor with working out. Mm-hmm. He almost he's so good at falls off the improv. treadmill. Then he doesn't. Get it? Don't worry. But, but he doesn't because he's not 
committed to the bit. Can't I can't actually do that. All right. So, and then we get this little scene where he's like reading a story about Jesus to his daughter. Oh God. But this, this is the SOB joke, right? Well, yes, but, but okay. You tell me what this is. Cause I literally could not understand a word. The fucking daughter said, I know some point she said, you're like Jesus or something in there. But every other time she talked, it was literally to me, it was just, they did not mic her. They mic'd him with a love mic and then they pressed her into his chest. <laughs> so here's the joke. She's like, why is Uncle Bruce a sob? And he's like, what? Oh, God. And it's like, because mom said he's an SOB. And he's like, you sure have been working on your spelling practice. I rewound the movie to get that joke. Oh, my God. That was what I was missing. Thank you. I hate it. Knock, knock. Yeah, but I, I get that because I can hear him. He's telling his daughter how awesome Jesus is. And there's a guy, I guess there's another joke in there about how he's like Jesus because he's Jewish. Like Jesus was. Yep. I think they thought that was a joke. Or or like a poignant moment. It's unclear. Yeah. <laughs> this this movie will never be clear on what it thinks is a joke, tragedy, or its point. It's all delivered <laughs> with the same jovial, badly mic'd yelling. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. So now we get a little montage of him visiting one temple after another, and none of them are giving him any luck. All the synagogues have his brother's swag, you see. He's the president of all the temples, which, uh, look, this is a pretty unrealistic movie, but there's nothing less realistic than that more than one temple would have the same president. Jews hate each other, all right? We invented that <laughs> Robinson Caruso joke, okay? So, all right, so then, and this is, they really thought they had a comedy beat going here. He goes to the Hick synagogue. This is an exterior shot. You know how you have to take special care in terms of lighting and audio when you do an exterior shot? No. Maybe you could tell these <laughs> filmmakers about no, it. they do not. Like across <laughs> a football field level miking. My oh, yeah. high definition, relatively large, relatively nice television was like, our volume doesn't go up that high, dude. It's a bad movie. I can't help you. Yeah, no, we just, we list, literally, we listened to cicadas <laughs> for like 11 minutes as some blurry, blacked out, unlit characters move in the background. It's obvious that they are talking to each other. Right. So I, I, because I'm a giver and because I'm the Christ-like figure of this podcast, went and turned it onto my laptop where my volume goes higher and like turned it all the way up and wore sound blocking headphones so I could figure out what the fuck is going on. And it is literally just him going, will you bar mitzvah me? No. And then him trying to hand him the same brother Torah, but on the tip of a shovel. That's the whole scene. Jesus just Christ. Lots of mouth moving along with it. I caught the I caught him at one point. He says, look, I don't expect you to fully understand this. And I wrote in because the audio is drowned out by all these crickets. <laughs> but that's all I got out of the whole fucking thing. I thought he was trying to give him a marshmallow on a fucking stick. Yeah, that's I, I've written that in my original notes is here. Have a marshmallow. <laughs> All right, well, at this rate, Davy will never get bar mitzvah, and that's literally all we have in the way of steak. So I guess we're going to call this the act break. <laughs> all right, biggest assignment this job's ever given me. Let me get you excited about act three right, here. We have four more minutes in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> will I figure out suspenseful sounding questions for this movie? Can I make it sound possible to give a fuck about any of these characters? Did the Holocaust really happen? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the Sam has to pick up his kids no later than for conclusion of Father, Son, and Holy Moses. I swear that's how we got the That's ending, absolutely dude. how we got Somebody it. Somebody was just like, no, because she usually picks them up on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I told you guys I this. Said, I said I had a hard out. Don't use movie terms, <laughs> man. Just, <laughs> just leave my house where we're shooting this entire thing. Noah, Noah, I need your help. I just read my uncle's will and we get a million dollars if we can find. Yes, someone yes, you, yes. You didn't let me finish. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Does this whole thing end with a condition where we get a million dollars? I mean, yeah, but then, then yes, let's go. You can tell me in the car. Okay, cool. I mean, 
What if I had just said that we need still yes, still yes. Cool. <laughs> and we're back. The Holocaust did really happen. Sorry, I promised to let you know in the outro of the last bit. It did. Um, and we're going to rejoin our hero at Catholic class once again, this time talking about the feeding of the 5,000. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. When you come back, we'll cover why I was moved here from Boston. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I know this is a weird diversion to take, but I am so unimpressed by the feeding of the 5,000. <laughs> right, this is the story in the Bible where Jesus feeds 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fishes. And I'm just saying... You add two cans of Campbell's cream of chicken soup and some frozen peas. Any Midwestern mother I've ever met could have done that. Oh, right? 10,000. Right. Pancake breakfast all of a sudden. And we've got 45,000 up in this motherfucker. So, I mean, of all the shit Jesus did, that seems like a weird thing to focus on. But so they take a break afterwards and there's the two guys, the black and brown guy next to him are talking about how much they love that story about Jesus feeding those 5,000 people. Mm hmm. And it's framed within, how did you get kicked out of your religion? <laughs> right. And luckily for us, the religions all match up to the colors of the skin of the people. Ugh. This is where this movie was like, oh, are you uncomfortable by the way that we're treating the <laughs> Jewish heritage? How would you like us to literally list off all the other religions and heritages until you are by definition part of a hate crime? <laughs> so the black guy used to be a Baptist. But he got kicked out of baptism for cheating at bingo. Get it? Because they play bingo. bingo. Uh, by the way, the thing that this movie knows about Baptists is bingo. We will well, revisit and, and the black. bingo joke. And yep. black. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Ba black people playing bingo. That is their vision of Baptist. The other guy, he was a Hindu. He got kicked out of Hinduism for something I couldn't really tell because he was trying to put on a Hindu accent and the guy was from, like, <laughs> Iowa. So, yeah, that didn't, didn't really work out. Jesus, so many of my jokes are just inaudible in brackets. <laughs> yeah, right? pretty much. <laughs> uh, but this is when David reveals that the reason he's converting is because tee -hee, he listens to his wife. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Right. He's like, well, you know, my wife's Catholic. And then they're like, do you always do what your wife tells you, pansy boy, pansy boy? Let us see your penis is tiny. Did she let <laughs> you bring it with you? Pussy whip, pussy whip. My fucking God. This goes on for three. It's like it's a it's a full this week in misogyny segment. Yeah, it's basic. Yeah, it's just like. It's so foreign to me at this point, this level of like misogyny that I kept being like, I'm going to get the joke. I'm going to. Oh, <laughs> respecting women is the joke. Yes, yes, exactly. That's the whole joke. You would want to do something to make your wife happy. Fag. <laughs> Classic. I've never made my wife happy. <laughs> but this is also where we learn. Apropos of nothing, and it will never matter that their class will have a Catholodictorian. Get it? That's like a portmanteau. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they were trying so hard, Catholictorian, like valedic, get it? Because there's a Dictorian. There's in a Torian. Uh, stop saying Victorian, James. This, You're confusing everyone. This would have killed Heath. That, I think, right there would have killed Heath. Maybe it's yeah. best that we didn't have him. Guys, for the Catholic historian thing. Keith was on this episode. He shot himself in the face at this point in the recording. So we've just we've just cut him from the rest. We're going to use some rewrites and we'll keep him alive for a yeah, couple. Yeah, we'll of find years another guy who sound like sounds like Randall's from Clerks to take his place. You won't yep. know apparently. We got a soundboard. It'll be okay. All right. So now it's time to have porch lunch with the fam because they're so good at these exterior shots. So if you ever wondered what the bugs in this city sounded like, mostly oh. bzzz. Jesus. Oh, God damn. Okay, so he's not having any luck with the bar mitzvah finding thing. And then his wife says, hey, you know what? We really have just barely started to make fun of other religions. There's a whole like bigotry montage waiting to happen here. Yeah, bigotry <laughs> montage. That sounds great. But, but the <laughs> argument that the movie seems to be making is, why don't you get a bar mitzvah at a church to which he does not reply because then it wouldn't be a fucking bar mitzvah. <laughs> right. So 
Why don't you become a Mormon at Costco? What is that? <laughs> no one ever acknowledges that religious buildings are different. Yeah, no, uh-uh. No, well, they're Jews for Jesus, so fucking course they don't. It's kind of their thing. I, you know what? Withdrawn. Yeah. Withdrawn. <laughs> so, all right. So now we're going to get the montage of him going to all these various religions trying to get mitzvahed. So the first thing he goes, he does is he goes to a Baptist church. Wouldn't you know it? They're playing bingo and being African-American. <laughs> and the only black person in the movie. Also, <gasps> doing what they very much informed that actress was black singing. She's like, oh, A4. There's no A in bingo. But yes, yeah, no, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Play bingo. So no luck with the black Baptist. So he checks the mosque. Oh, you ever see a racist guy be afraid to be racist about one group of people? <laughs> That's this scene, and it's delit right? Because they're like, yep. oh, and now we're at the Baptist place. Oh, bingo time, bingo time. And they're like, okay, here we are at the mosque, uh, which is also... <laughs> Very respectfully um, treating their holy book. Um, yep. Oh, he stuff. said no. Uh, um, be not for any uh, reason. He, he just, just uh, can't do it. He's very busy. It's, it's fine. Hey, All right. Okay. And now the Buddhist, he's a piece of shit. Fuck you, Buddha. I'll fuck Buddha in the ass with a light pole. Yeah, I don't even know what joke they were going for with the Buddhist temple. They've got you nope. sitting on this bench and there's a guy sitting there in like a lotus position or whatever. And um, he says, I don't speak Hebrew. And the guy goes, what? And he goes, I don't speak Hebrew. And the guy goes, what? And he goes, I don't speak Hebrew. And then he walks off. I don't. I don't know if there was a joke there. You Asian savages. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it was? Because the guy was, again, it was a dude from Michigan, right? Yep. Like, it wasn't an Asian dude with an Asian accent or anything. No, it was not. Uh, and then he has, like, a tiny little physical beat where he's like, how did he sit like that? But yeah. I rewound it. He's not sitting in full lotus. He's just sitting, like, cross-legged. Oh, the, the, the Buddhist guy was? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, oh, he must have been in full. No, not in. He's just like this. This character is apparently never sat cross-legged. They couldn't afford a guy who could do Who lotus. could do full lotus. <laughs> Get my foot where? No, absolutely not. All right, so now he goes to have it out with his big brother to tell him, man, let me get Bar Mitzvah and get my million dollars so that they can re wrestle some more, and this time Bruce can steal some of Davy's clothes from him. It's like watching little kids fight, right? You ever, you're watching little kids fight and they're roughhousing and, like, no one's crying yet, so you kind of just let it go? <laughs> I mean, the movie. But the thing is, though, they, like, they were going for that, right? They were going for, like, mm -hmm. look, grown adults fighting like little kids. But, like, but it's not delivered funnily, right? It's, like, no. disturbing. It's just, like, yeah. it, it, it's like if one of them pooped their pants. Like, that's not, it is kid <laughs> behavior, but that doesn't make it funny. Right. And, again, the stakes here are his birthright. Yeah. Right? So it keep, they keep being like, you rapscallion, you'll bankrupt <laughs> me and my child will starve. <laughs> so... Yeah, but so he leaves his brother's house um, barefoot because his brother stole his shoes. So now he's going to Catholic class in sandals. And uh, the class ends and he just sits there, right? Because it's time to have a one-on-one -on -one with the creepy priest dude. Yeah, and the priest notices that he's hanging back. And I wanted him so bad to be like, oh, shit, did I fuck your kid and you're going to murder me? This happens so... I got to get that life alert back. <laughs> But yeah, but it turns out this priest remembers Davy. He knew him when he was a kid. In fact, he was there that day Davy killed that rabbi. Remember from the yep. beginning with the chandelier? His dad treated the rabbi. Yeah, right. Because he was, he used to be Jewish back then before he found Jesus. And I don't know what the movie thought they were revealing here. But the priest tells Davy, he's like, you know, it actually wasn't that chandelier that you knocked down that killed the rabbi. He had a heart attack right before that. So you are not culpable for that man's death. He might as well turn to camera after delivering that line and be like, there, resolved. 
<laughs> Many would call this the resolution <laughs> of the movie. But what was being resolved? Because like, he wasn't going to go back and be Jewish now. So here's my thought. <laughs> my thought was this movie wanted us to believe that like part of the reason why he hadn't been bar mitzvahed was because he was so scarred by killing someone, except the movie never played that conceit out, except in showing us the event earlier. So it resolves a conflict that it forgot to have. <laughs> and by the way, here's the other half of that amulet. What amulet? Oh, fuck, we didn't, we didn't shoot those because Carol was busy. Yeah, versus her foot. Oh, right. never mind. <laughs> I'm Jewish. No, you're not. No, no. You were never Jewish. You were not Jewish. I can tell what <laughs> so, people who started out Jewish look yeah. like. And you know we're what? A homogenized time. race. <laughs> and you know what it's time for now? A montage. Montage of what? Just random shit. That, doing chores, filling out invites. It's like the goddamn analogy guys on the SAT ate peyote and made a montage. I like literally, these are the first three scenes. Writing a letter to mom, vacuuming, answering questions enthusiastically in Catholic class. You show me this Venn fucking diagram. <laughs> I dare uh, you. Things that people with hands can do. <laughs> Dude, I, I should go throw up these shrooms. Don't throw up the shrooms. You're going to ruin the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Part of this montage is him dropping his phone in the toilet and then drying it off for no reason. Because that's it's funny. It's just like toilets, right? <laughs> Am I right? This Honestly, guy if knows. This, if this montage had just devolved into a series of him pointing at things that are generally used in comedy: <laughs> a rubber chicken, a banana. <laughs> That he peels. Huh? <laughs> What's going to happen here? There's some some potential laughs. <laughs> some comedy. There are 18 seconds left in this movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn it. Damn it. Okay. So, yeah. So now the montage ends and he's in his graduating Catholicism thing, right? The whatever ceremony they have for that. Why? Why would you show the crowd shot here? Why? <laughs> so, first of all, crowd shot is not the right term. No. Thruple shot is actually much <laughs> better. You ever go like on a fun date with your wife and your wife's friends and then they bring new people? That's triple the amount of people yep, that are at you've this already <laughs> exceeded. You've exceeded. A mildly successful cookout would have done better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they had just offered free pizza, they could have tripled the size of this crowd. Yeah. So you got the three characters, the the oh sorry, you got the the mom character, the wife character, the brother, and the daughter all sitting together in a crowd. You have three other people strategically placed far apart to make it seem like there's more people. I'm lots of people. Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> One guy's got his Take jacket there. No, no, I'm saving this seat for someone. <laughs> He's holding it up next to him. Hello, honey. I love you. I love you too, wife, who's a real person. <laughs> it's like going on a double date with Heath. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, but the whole family's there. He's He graduates from Catholicism class. They're like, you're now a Catholic. And they're like, and go, oh, guess what, though? Also, we're going to give you a bar mitzvah as a bonus. Don't answer yet. We'll throw in a my pillow as well. Bar mitzvah, to which Bruce, I don't know what, what was the what? comedy bit here? He's <laughs> trying to stop it, but he just... The daughter trips him, so we just watch a full-grown man fall and hurt himself. What was he going to do if she didn't trip him? <laughs> right? Was there going to be a Dylan Roof moment? Like, because like, like, honestly, given what we've seen in this film so far, right? If yeah. Roof just shot everyone dead in the goddamn church, that wouldn't be off. Like, he'd look at the camera and go, "Whoops!" There'd be a slide whistle and credits. <laughs> Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, though, yeah, uh, on the count of uh, J Jesus having been Jewish, Catholics also have the power that it takes to mitzvah. So they mitzvah him. Apparently. I wanted them to do some other ones as well. And you know what? While we're at it, you're also <laughs> a Buddhist priest. There we go. I don't know. Maybe your wife dies. You remarry. Let's just get it all out of the way here. Yeah, you're a registered we nurse We have to stay now. still two in the afternoon. <laughs> you're a nutritionist. But apparently because the daughter tripped Bruce, it counts, right? So now he's a Catholic Jewish millionaire. 
I so I wanted Father Gay Crypt Keeper to turn to him at this point and go, okay, so now about Catholic tithing. Right, uh, this is very important. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I mean, I'd that's love to movie. keep going for you guys. I mean, you know, maybe we could bring Heath on to tell us what he thinks, but that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, as bad as this movie is, I'm sure it's given Eli some ideas. So I want to fast forward. It has. Uh, Eli, you're on your deathbed. Let's assume you have a kid or two. You've got a couple million bucks to disperse amongst them. What conditions are you putting on that inheritance in your will? Thank you for putting my deathbed far in the future. I want to just end the academy for adult children, Eli. Adult children. <laughs> a week from now. I don't know. I'm just grateful for someone that isn't a doctor to finally put my death in after 2020. It, yes. it feels good. It feels good. All right. Well, so here's the thing. I don't plan on mutilating my child's genitals. So how about an unexpected circumcision? <laughs> If it's a girl. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Here's the twist. Ah, you weren't ready for that. Someone at home listening to the podcast just went, ah, oh, I got gotcha. I was already laughing and then it became FGM. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, FGM. The Pakistan story. So, so <laughs> All right. Well, we don't have a perfect track record of this being correct, but still, it's a useful barometer. So we're going to do this bit anyway. While this does it for our review of Father, Son, and Holy Moses, it's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to do the same thing and expect different results next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Beyond and back. It's a little documentary oh. about a little phenomenon known as the oh. NDE, the oh, near God. death experience. <laughs> Oh, I believe that was our number one episode with Citation Needed. We love them so much. Mm -hmm. Hooray. Okay, so with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 202 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robinson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with his permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work harder on another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Davy's daughter went on to invent the Instant Bar Mitzvah iPad app. Oh, good. Nobody has ever downloaded it. Can't imagine why. The children of deceased Holocaust survivors took comfort in the fact that most of their parents didn't live long enough to see this piece of shit. That's good. to close on a Holocaust <laughs> joke. Yeah, exactly. You just... Yeah. After. <laughs> I get it. It's too smart for you. I understand. It's above my head. What can I say? I don't like that they have so many women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that they have an anti-vax bitch on their show that constantly people have to go like they have to come to me and say, do you know she's super smart? And I'm like, do you know she's a fucking idiot with a PhD? Yeah. God, Jesus, that pisses me off. Oh, she got a PhD. She must be real smart. Yeah, it's something you pay for. Yeah, she bought right? it. It's like, oh, he's got a black belt. Wow, really? He's 12 years old and he can't ride a fucking bike. The other day, this is 100% true, uh, someone tagged me in a tweet because someone was like, she has a PhD, you know, about some pseudoscience idiot. And he just tagged me as, well, Eli Bosnick has a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. And the person <laughs> replied, good point. I do not want to be that frame of reference. Can I just say? I'm not saying it wasn't a good point. <laughs> no, but yeah, I can see why you might want someone else yeah. to be that guy. Uh, what's highest level of achievement he's in a martial black belt. arts. He's a black belt. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, that's even better. <laughs> so the best part, so D's dad was a sponsor for the Olympics when he was a kid. Oh, okay. And so D was their equipment manager. 
And once we were all sitting together and he was talking to this girl and he was like, yeah, I actually used to train with Olympians. And I was like, <laughs> dude, you like brought him water and shit. I'm sorry. You can't. I know you want to sleep with this girl, but it's only right, so that's, far. That's fucking funny. <laughs> I used to train with Olympians. I can see you. I'm sitting right in front of you right now. I can see you. With my Were eyes. you the drummer boy? <laughs> Were you the dummy? Were you that kick pad where they hold it? And it makes a little plat noise. You, they did curls with you. They picked you up and did arm curls of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.